Welcome to the four-part teaching series, Living from the Spirit, featuring Kelsey O'Malley. In this series, you'll learn about being led by the Holy Spirit, hearing His voice, growing your spirit man, and understanding spiritual gifts. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. And it's a good day because today is the beginning of our second series. It's going to be a four-part series. It's called Living from the Spirit and it's going to be with Kelsey O'Malley. It is going to be legit, you guys. I'm so excited. You guys are going to be equipped uh, in the things of the Spirit. And even if you are well-versed in the things of the Spirit, you're still going to learn something new. You're still going to, God's going to still take even you vets, even you veterans, deeper in His presence, deeper in the things of the Lord. So be expectant, get excited. So let's get into it. I'm really excited about today's episode. My guest today really doesn't need an introduction, but I'll give you just a little taster. Uh, she is an amazing prophetic voice. She's a gifted teacher. Uh, that's one of the reasons why she's here. She's also the founder of Marriage of the Land Ministries. Let's welcome my guest today, Kelsey O'Malley. Hey. Okay. I love the loading the guest thing. That is so cute. I don't yeah. know who thought about that. Whose idea was that? Uh, not to my own horn, but it was mine. Okay. Love it. Love it. So yeah. good to be with you, Jeff. Yeah. I love it. It's always great having you on. You're like family. You're like Elijah list family, Elijah yeah. fire family. So yeah. Um, so why don't you give just a quick rundown? There's some new people who my introduction was not enough. Uh, and there's still, <laughs> <they're> st- <laughs> so why don't you just give a little bit about yourself? Tell, tell people who you are. Okay, so um, I co-host Elijah List, uh, Elijah Streams. So if you have ever seen me there, um, you're probably like, oh, her face is familiar. Um, that was really cool. We're actually going to be talking about how to be led by the Spirit. And there's so many things in our daily lives of just mm-hmm. that alone, of how the Holy Spirit led, how all of that unfolded um, is totally by the Spirit of God. And then also, um, you can find me on Facebook there. If you want to follow my ministry, I really love to write encouraging words. Like that's my heart is that I would uh, bless the children of God Mm -hmm. and bless the Lord, but also bless his people and just write encouragement and hope and um, help you understand the reality of who you are, your identity in Christ. I have a passion for like women's ministry. I love Mm -hmm. to pour into other women to see other women go above and beyond what even I've seen. Um, that they would dream more, they would see more, they would prophesy more, they'd get more accurate words than I do. Like, I just believe that for them, that that when you open yourself up and fully immerse yourself in the things of God, he will just shoot you off like a rocket Amen. and you'll be doing incredible things you never even knew you could do. So really my heart is just to build up the body and reveal Jesus. Um, oh man, he's just doing so much in the earth right now. So mm. It's an honor to be used by God. And you do it so well, Kelsey. Oh, I got to say, yes. you really do. And um, I always learn something new from even just like us talking. Uh, a lot of times like before uh, you're going to sub, sub for Steve on Elijah Streams or even before we do these shows, I'm always like, I'm just always so blessed by, um, you know, just everything you're about, your countenance. It's great. So people are going to be very blessed today. Oh, same so. Oh, same Z. Love you too. Oh, okay. So let's get right into it. Obviously, okay. we're made up of body, soul, and spirit. 
body's pretty obvious, you know, we see everybody sees that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's this corporeal realm that we're in. Um, right. But there's some confusion with some people about what the difference between soul and spirit is. So what is the difference between your soul and your spirit? Yeah. So your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. So write that down. It's your mind, what you think, your will, what you choose to do, and your emotions, how you're feeling every second through every circumstance throughout each day. We have emotions about how someone said something to me. I'm going to take an emotion to that. Or what I choose to do. Do I choose to read my Bible or do I choose to go do something else? Or, you know, and and so this is the the soul realm that most of us, our whole entire lives, we've lived in the soul. Think about it. Since we're born up until when we get born anew, when you get born again, your spirit man is made clean. Can we're, The Bible says we're washed white as snow. You know, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. It, it cleanses our spirit, man. So we're born again, completely whole with all the inheritance in Christ Jesus in heavenly places is given to you when you're born again. You become a brand new creation in your spirit, not in your soul. Your soul, your mind, will, and emotions stay the same. They do not change when you get born again. That's why you've accepted Jesus Christ a lot of times. You're completely born anew. You're going to heaven, but you're still having trouble every, like, why am I still having trouble? Why am I still cursing when someone cuts me off? You know, I thought I was born again. Mm -hmm. I thought I'm just like Jesus now. I'm not saved. Oh no. I know. There you go. And then the lie creeps in and then the enemy uses that and says, oh, well, you're not really born again. Or you make a mistake and and the the enemy beats you up with guilt and shame and condemnation. Mm -hmm. And so there is a complete difference between your spirit and your soul. And people have to understand that your soul is going to be constantly renewed, refined, and transformed until you go home to be with Jesus. Mm -hmm. It is a continuous marathon race of the Lord disciplining us because he loves us, of us yielding uh, with our will to do what what he has us to do. You know, we need to be transformed and renewed in the mind. Uh, Romans 12 talks about that be renewed and completely transformed by the way you think we have to read the word that renews our mind. Then in our emotions, you know, the Holy Spirit, a lot of times, many of you feel this when the Holy Spirit comes on you in a strong way, you just weep and you weep and you cry and you cry and people will say, oh, well, that's just your emotions. But no, when your soul is renewed and transformed, the Lord will encounter you in that realm. God wants to encounter you in your soul. Just like your spirit's already made perfect. All the things in heavenly places have been given unto you. You're seated with Christ in heavenly places. You're the head, not the tail. You're blessed. You know, all these things, that's all the absolute truth. But there's a process. And if we were lying, we would say, oh, I was instantly completely holy and sanctified. And I never had to, you know, change or get, you know, get, get uh, disciplined by God, but that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a walk that we live in in mm-hmm. each and every day. And, you know, and I want to encourage you because some people feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm so behind in my walk with God. 
-hmm. Like I'm, I'm really behind in my walk with God. And I want to tell you that when you yield to the Lord and you allow him to start to come in and transform you through his word and you start yielding your soul to God, you're going to feel like, wow, I'm, I'm really behind. And you know why you feel that way is because when God comes on you, it's not always pleasant in that way. It's not always a, when we lived in the flesh, which is in the soul, you'll, you'll hear that too. People will say, oh, crucify your flesh. And, 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 you know, even we read about actually the, the old church fathers and stuff, how they would actually like be themselves. That's not what the bot, please no, do it's not. Pretty hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> please yeah. do not beat yourself in any type of way. That's not what it's talking about. Crucifying the flesh is talking about getting your soul under your spirit. So we're mm. going to talk about growing our spirits today. Mm. Your spirit mm. needs to be bigger than your soul. That's what the Lord has has for you. And that's how you start to really see God show up in your life. But don't be discouraged because you'll feel like, oh, I'm just, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. But it's not, um, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon race. And, and sometimes God will take little things and pe like uh, people talk about the onion with the layers. And, and God will pull back layers in your soul that have been there since you were little because your soul is taking on everything you've ever been through because it's your emotions, because mm -hmm. it's your mind. It's what you remember. It's your will. It's what you chose to do. So your soul is taken on so much stuff of the world. Your whole life, it's taken on, it's filtered. Everything's filtered through your soul. Let's just say that. Um, and so God will have to deal with that little by little by little. And by being led by the spirit, he does it in different ways. Mm -hmm. So my walk's going to be different from yours, Jeff, because mm -hmm. we live different lives yeah. in, in the world before we became Christians. Mm -hmm. And even after we became Christians, you know, we, we lived, even our testimonies are different. So God will deal with us in, in a, a personal way. And in Galatians 5, 16 and 17, it says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So your soul has desires. Your, your will has desires. Your emotions have desires, especially for us women. Now, I want to say something to the women. Uh, it, Paul exhorts us in Timothy for women. He says, you know, it, it's funny because it says in the Passion Translation, it says, women, stop. Basically, it says this, stop gossiping and mind your own business. And that's what Paul says to exhort the women, you know, that Timothy, because Timothy's raising up elders and all this stuff, raising up leaders. And he would go from church to church and he would appoint elders um, to the churches. And so women were also part of that. So that was Paul's exhortation to women. Hey, mind your own business and don't gossip. And because our soul is a lot of um, our emotions, you know, people say, oh, women are very emotional. And that's true. That's the way God made us. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'll talk in a minute how we can flip it for, for like being led by the spirit with our emotions. But we have to catch ourselves because our whole lives, we've walked in this fleshly way where we would gossip and talk about, I mean, think about high school. Think about college. Think about the little clicks that you had with your friends, unless you were homeschooled. You had little clicks and basically your whole conversations, if you can actually recall, they were always talking about someone else. 
-hmm. Like that is just what was always in your soul. And so we have to, we have to stop living that way. Mm -hmm. You cannot live that way anymore. You, you have to be transformed by the good news of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You have to be transformed by the Holy Spirit. And so, yeah, really quick, I'll speak uh, re- really quick. I'll speak to the guys really quick um, okay, yes, please. because women, it's, it's a tendency to be too, uh, too, if left completely to the own devices of their, their, their soul, too emotional. Whereas guys, car wreck. it is a car as, wreck. Yeah. And with guys, it can be the exact opposite. Um, where we become withdrawn, closed off, and either side is going to take effort to, to it's going to take some discipline. It's going to take yes. effort. Whereas yes. guys, it's like, start talking about your, be vulnerable. Like, yes, start talking to your spouse about issues you have. Don't keep them bottled up. Like it is, it is a, it's a waste of time and it causes too many issues in here as a result of keeping that all bottled up. If something bothers you, you need to address it with your spouse in a mature way, but don't keep those things bottled up. So it with women, yeah, it can be, hey, stop talking <laughs> about this person or don't be so right. emotional about this thing. Master right. your emotions. And the same can be said about men. Master your emotions. Like just because you're being vulnerable doesn't, I'll be honest, just because you're being vulnerable doesn't mean you're gay. Like, like right. that's a, honestly, that's a big thing with a lot of guys. Maybe not the guys watching this. Maybe there are some that are like, okay, fine. I need to be a little bit more vulnerable. It's mm-hmm. okay if I tell my guy friend or my brother that I love them. It doesn't yeah. mean anything else. You know, and I, I know, I know there are actually men that are concerned about that. That yeah. so I know it seems ridiculous, but it's not. Yeah, it's true. It's the, it's the trap of the soul. And I think for men, it is exactly what you said. And that's the trap that your soul has brought you into. Mm -hmm. And then for the women, it's being over emotional where you think on something over and over, it replays in your head. And this was how I, I was like this before I was really transformed through the word of God. Mm -hmm. I would think about situations in the past over and over and over again. And all it would do is the devil would use it to stir up my emotions to either start a fight with my husband or uh, cause division in my family or my friendships. Mm -hmm. And that's why he uses, the enemy uses our soul realm, our flesh all the time. That's why we need to have the word of God. The Bible says that the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, dividing Mm -hmm between spirit and soul. So for people who say, oh, there's no such thing as spirit and soul, they're one. Well, then explain to me, I believe it's Hebrews eleven six. I think that's the scripture. Um, explain to me then how it says that the, the word of God is a double-edged sword that divides between soul and spirit. So there's obviously two. And We need the division to come. We need the double-edged sword to come. We know in Revelation, the Bible talks about the double-edged sword comes out of the mouth of Jesus Christ because he is the word of God. So it will come and it will split those. And we need that or we're going to be slaves to our soul. We're going to be slaves to the enemy. The Bible says, "Serve. choose this day whom you're going to serve. Am I going to serve my soul, my flesh, or am I going to serve the spirit? And that's a daily choice, you guys. It's not like I said, oh, I I chose to serve my spirit. And that was my choice a year ago. 
and just, you know, still the same every single day because we live in a fallen world. Hebrews 4.12, excuse me, thank you. Yep. It's Hebrews 4.12, um, for the word of God's alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, judges the thoughts. So it's judging the soul. Mm. It's judging the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart, your will. It is judging that. When you read the word of God, it judges your thoughts and your actions. It judges your soul. So it's important to read the word of God. We can't say that enough. Every teacher that comes on here is going to exhort you, please read the word of God. Please take time to let it get into you. Not only read the word, let it read you. So when you read it, read it slow, let it, let it speak to you. Let the word of God be that sword because, because mm -hmm. we need that. And so, um, you know, we live in, we live in the soul realm our whole lives. That has to be transformed and renewed. That's a process. And so we have to come out from living in the flesh. I'm going to go back to Galatians 5.16, where it says the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. So there again is telling you they're different. The desires of the flesh, they're against the spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want. To keep you from doing the things you want. So the messages sound so great that pastors preach. Your best life now. Live however you want to in the grace of God. That is not biblical. Mm -hmm. And they can wrap it in a package and it looks like the most big, beautiful package with a big red bow and you mm -hmm. open it and it's a piece of dog poop. <laughs> That's because, what it is. It's dog poop, everybody. I mean, that is what it is because yeah. it's not the truth yeah. and it's not going to help you in any way. In fact, mm -hmm. it's going to keep you bound. It's going to keep you walking in the soul. It's going to keep you, you're going to trip time and time again, trip time and time again. The Bible says that, um, you know, the path is narrow that leads to Jesus. And wide is the way of destruction? Wide is the path that leads to destruction. So it's a narrow way. And, and we have to, we have to know all this stuff. Okay. So we're going to talk about, I'm going to kind of go to, if it's okay with you, Jeff, I feel Absolutely. like transitioning into growing our spirit. Yeah. Now. I think this is so, great. We okay, so now you understand what is the soul, and you understand okay, what is my spirit? It's made completely brand new, it's been transformed completely white as snow. Everything in heavenly places has been given into that. So, how do I start going from living all the time in my soul to start living in my spirit? How do I practically do that? Okay, number one. I want you to start having a actual relationship with the Lord where it's you and him. Start bringing him into your everyday life. It doesn't just have to be in the prayer closet where, you know what? I wake up every day and I read the word for 15 minutes and I pray my whole prayer list for 15 minutes. God loves that. Mm -hmm. But he wants to be invited into every day because your soul is making decisions all the time, right? All the time you're making decisions. People are going to come and do things that are going to maybe offend you. And at that moment, you can choose, am I going to deal with this in my spirit or am I going to deal with this in my soul? Mm -hmm. And so 
God wants to walk with you all the time and he's with you all the time, whether or not you're perceptive, but he wants you to yield to the spirit more than you yield to the soul. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. So start bringing God into your everyday life and it will be easier for you to make the decision to forgive and bless someone rather than to curse them because you've been talking to God all day and he's there with you. You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm. And when, if you think about that, the joy of the Lord not the joy of me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So when is the Lord joyful? He loves to laugh with you and be with you. He's joyful when he's with you. And so when he's with you, he's joyful. And so the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that's going to be with you all the time. So start to cultivate just an, like an imaginary friend would be like, they're j- Jesus is just always there. I mean, we talk, mm. I talk to the Holy Spirit all the time. Mm. I laugh and joke with him. If I'm by myself, I'll say something funny. And you know how <laughs> we say, oh, I made myself laugh. Well, trust me, number one, your angels are laughing too. And the Holy Spirit is definitely laughing mm. because God and the, Jesus has a sense of humor. So the Father is laughing. The Holy Spirit is so funny. Mm. Um, so, you know, start with that, bringing him into your everyday life. And then what you want to do is you want to ask the Lord, Lord, help me have a hunger for your word. Give me a hunger for the word of God. I want to read it. I want to understand it. Start start believing and praying and asking in faith, Lord, give me a hunger for your word because his word is truth. He sanctifies us by his word. John 17 says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So studying the word of God or even reading some books, like let's say you're really interested in prophecy or um, evangelism. You can also read books that have a lot of scripture in them because that's also the word of God. You're eating the word of God. You're feeding on it when you read it. So you can get books of just prayers with the word of God, but make sure at every day you're taking some type of scripture. Some people have a Bible app and they get a daily scripture. Mm-hmm. When you're starting out to read the Bible, start there. Yeah. If the Bible's overwhelming for you, get an app that sends one verse to you every day. And just read that verse and meditate on that verse and think, what does this verse really mean to me? What is this verse saying? And start there. It's okay to start there. I'm not telling you to read three hours of the Bible every single day. And no, if God wants to do that, he'll put a grace on you to do that. And Mm -hmm. you'll do that. But start somewhere. Start with just one scripture a day. Mm -hmm. Get an app that sends you one. Yeah. And if you are, uh, I'll tell you what I did when I... um, started walking with the Lord. I, I knew that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were the gospels with that, that testify of Jesus's uh, time on the earth. Mm-hmm. And I just started there. I started with Matthew was the first book of the Bible I ever read about Jesus. So if you're looking for a place, the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, if you just bought a Bible and you don't know where to look like that is the best place to start because Jesus is the author of our salvation. So why not read about him? And there's so much goodness in there. So, yeah. Yes. Start somewhere. Even if if you got to start somewhere and God, you know, God will increase and increase and increase as you, as you start to do that. So then reading the word of God, you know, and then what I found is praying in the spirit is a huge key to walking in the spirit and praying in the spirit. We can say so much about that. Um, cause there's, so, there's a ton of scriptures on praying in the spirit, but the one thing I'll tell you is when you yield 
to the spirit, which means basically you just take uh, your thoughts and turn them to God and start to pray in your heavenly language. You know, we all, if you've received Jesus as your Messiah, as your Savior, the Bible says the gift of the Holy Spirit is for you. Mm-hmm. That is the only qualifying. You don't have to be perfectly holy. You don't have to memorize the whole book of John to get this Holy Spirit. There's nothing you can do. Just like when you were saved, not by works. You were saved through grace. You were mm-hmm. saved through faith. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the Holy Spirit. Once you've, once you've asked Jesus into your heart, you now are eligible, perfectly qualified to receive the Holy Spirit. So of those, we're just going to pray that now for those of you who are born again, you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you're not yet filled to overflowing. When Jesus comes into your heart, you receive the Holy Spirit. But when, when Acts chapter two, it was an overflowing, there was tongues of fire that sat on their head. They were equipped and the power of the Holy Spirit came into their lives. They received the power, the infilling, the overflowing, the outflowing, the, my cup overflowed with the Holy Spirit. It was rivers of living water that was flooding through their bellies. The place was shaken by the power of God. This is what happens when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And this is for you. You don't have to be a pastor, preacher, teacher, evangelist, apostle. This is for believers. So this is for you. So I don't want you to say, oh, I'm not qualified. Nope, you can't use that excuse. I don't want you to say, oh, I've asked for it so many times. He just doesn't want to give it to me. No, trust me. He wants to give it to you more than you want it because that's the power of God that's going to indwell you. So let all of those lies just go right now Mm. and just say, Lord Jesus, fill me with the spirit of the living God. Holy Spirit, come and baptize me today. Lord, I ask right now in the name of Jesus, I stretch my hand forth in faith right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I say, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Lord, loose their tongues and let rivers of living water begin to flow from their innermost being. Now in Jesus' mighty name, begin to open your mouth and let out a sound. Yes, Lord, fill, fill. Fill in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you for it, God, in Jesus' name. Mm. So now you've begun, you've been <laughs> filled. You felt the, the well of living water inside of you burst forth. Mm. That is your heavenly language. Come on. Use that. Do not just say, oh, see, now I have it. I'm special. I'm in the, I'm in the Christian group. No, that is a huge tool to live in the spirit. Mm. Pray in the spirit unceasingly. Pray in your mind, pray out loud, pray in the shower, pray in the car, pray while you're doing yard work, pray while you're doing dishes, pray while you're at the gym. Use your heavenly language because this is what is going to get you stirred up in the realm of the spirit. Praying in the spirit expands the Holy Spirit inside of you. Our spirit is made perfect. The Holy Spirit, when he comes into you, he moves into your spirit, which made perfect. That's why you need Jesus first before the Holy Spirit comes. Well, why can't I have the Holy Spirit live in me if, if I just, if, why? 
Well, because it has to be made perfect and clean because it's the spirit of God. Spirit of God is not going to live anywhere that's unclean and dark, mm. full of, you know, the Bible says God is pure light. There's not one trace of darkness in him. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit lives in that light. The Holy Spirit moves in and out of God. It searches the deep things of God and reveals things to come to us. He's the spirit of truth. Mm. What do we need right now in this world more than anything, Jeff? Jesus. Truth. Right? truth. Jesus right. is truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to answer that right. Okay. I was, I mean, I kind of, and I debate, I mean, we can debate this. I technically did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we do need Jesus more than anything. You're correct. Actually, you're correct yeah. more than me. Yeah. But if the one thing we need to understand is that Jesus wants to bring truth, right? Yeah. And so the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit is the revealer of truth. Yeah. And he, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. So, Amen. It's the same. It's it's three in one. It's yep. three in one. God, Father, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He dwells in your spirit, man, where it's fully light. There's not one trace of darkness in your spirit, man. That's where the Holy Spirit dwells. You're the temple of the living God. Did you know that? You are the temple of God Almighty. No longer is it a tabernacle made by the hands of man. It is a tabernacle made by God. He's put his own spirit inside of you to dwell. And he wants you to live from that place. And so the Holy Spirit can grow his influence over your life, but you have to yield to it. So praying in the spirit is a huge way. Reading the word, getting to know the word and speaking it out. So if you go through a hard time or something happens in your life, instead of getting into your soul, which is your emotions, start quoting, quoting the word of God. So good. And then start saying when something bad, you know what, if let's say you're, something's going on with your life, with your kids or with your family, where there's, you're not getting along very well. You know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood mm -hmm. and you can start quoting the, the word of God. Our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God in the pulling down of strongholds. I trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm me. And so you can start quoting the word of God. And what it does is it, number one, it builds your faith. Number two, it builds your spirit man up because mm -hmm. you're standing strong on the word of God. So we need to start to do that. Also fasting. Fasting is another way you can start to grow your spirit man because fast, because part of your flesh is your desires, right? We just read in Galatians, mm -hmm. it talks about do not, uh, if you walk by the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of your flesh. So your mm -hmm. flesh has desires and food is obviously a desire of the flesh and usually not good for you food. It's just the way it is. I mean, I love sugar. I'm not going to say I don't, mm -hmm. I mean, I eat good. I'm not going to say I don't, but yeah. there's times where God will place it on my heart and say, Hey, you need to like give that cool up it. for a little cool your jets. Yeah. yeah. Cool your jets. Yeah. Listen you're overindulging. And this is what the Lord's revealed to me. Anytime we fully give in to what we want, we're, it's, we're not living in the spirit. Mm -hmm. So anytime I fully give in to what I want. So let's say I, we're going to use food as an example. So let's mm -hmm. say I bought a half a dozen donuts. I want three of them. I want four of them, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if I give in to that full fullness of, I want those, now, if I have one and I tell myself that's enough, and you can talk to yourself like that, 
And because mm. I, I do all the time, I talk to my soul all the time. I tell my soul to shut up. Mm. I, I say, shut up. You're not having what you want. You're not in charge. My spirit mm. is. I talk yep. to myself like that, guys, because yeah. it's just how you live. So anytime you fully give in to everything you want, that's when the flesh is winning. It's, mm -hmm. it's okay to have one donut or what, because you're not fully giving into the fullness of everything you want. Mm -hmm. As long as you're not doing that and you're saying, no, you're not, you're not in charge. Then you're going to be living a fat, they call it a fasted lifestyle mm. where you're always mm. submitted to God first. Mm -hmm. You're submitted under God. You're not going to let your flesh rule you. So sometimes God will say, Hey, start fasting. And, um, this is a great way to make your flesh scream oh, because yeah. It wants everything it rises wants. to the surface. <laughs> yeah, it wants what it wants. And you yeah. don't only have to fast food. Um, one of my really good friends, one of my best friends, she fasting comes really easy to her. She's like, I can, she can, the girl can fast. Okay. But she struggles with fasting other things like social media mm. or there's other things that she has a hard time fasting for. So I tell her, well, then don't fast the food. Don't fast uh, your food because that's easy for you. Mm -hmm. Fast something that's not easy for you. You know that you can fast talking. Yeah, I had if a friend you, that did that once. Yeah. If you talk a lot and if you feel like that's a you know struggle you have, you can fast speaking. You know, you can fast any type of um, media, uh, any type of computer. You know, you can fast that. Uh, you can fast um, a lot of different things. You ask the Lord. And what he does by that is he's getting your flesh under. Your spirit is beginning to rise and you're beginning to tell your will, which is your soul, what it wants. You're telling it, no, not today, sir. Mm -hmm. Nope. And then your flesh is going, but why? You always give it to me. Why? And then you're saying, because God told me no. And your flesh is yeah. going, just one, just one, please. And and that's the struggle we all have when yeah. we start to fast. It's like our flesh starts screaming at us. Yeah. Um, another way to grow your spirit is to sacrificially give your time, mm. sacrificially give your money, sacrificially give something to someone else. When you start to live for others and start living selflessly, that's a huge way to grow your spirit. You mm. know, Jesus said, I, um, no one's greater than his master. And he washed the disciples' feet. And he says, now go and do the same. And so he was always serving. He was always sacrificing. And a lot of times we can sacrifice, but we selfishly sacrifice. So like, uh, let me give you an example. For me, this is my selfish sacrifice. You know, I need to be with God. So I'm going to tell my husband, hey, I'm going away um, on a vacation by myself um, to the Bahamas, but I'm seeking God. Okay. <laughs> That's a selfish, sacrificial yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, when it's selfless, sacrificial, I'm saying something like this. You know what? I have some extra time today and I feel like my neighbor's yard has a lot of weeds and it's really overgrown and they probably need some help. So I'm gonna go over there and, and help them out. And I'm not gonna necessarily tell them, I just wanna go over and serve them. Or 
someone else here. You just start thinking about how you can help someone else. That's a great mm -hmm. way to mm -hmm. um, sacrifice your time or sacrifice your giving. If the Lord puts it on that way, you can say, Lord, you know what? I really want to bless someone. I want to bless a single mom. You know, this lady's really struggling in church and I see it looks like her kids' clothes are really old and she doesn't have much. Her car's really old and the tires on her car are bad. I want to, I want to give her some money and, and you start living like this. And this is growing your spirit to receive more and more and more of the Holy spirit because the Holy spirit wants to fill your entire being and he wants you to yield fully to him. Mm -hmm. But if we're living out of our soul, there's just no way we can do it. Right. Yeah. And any, any message like this is going to be good and convicting to everybody uh, because there's always more we could do. There's a, we can always be better. Like if we were completely intact, Honest. perfect, we wouldn't need, we wouldn't, we wouldn't need Jesus. And, and right. I think that it's like that process of getting better. Even if I've done something well, a year later, God could expose more within yes, me. And he will. And so I'm <laughs> never, when I was younger, I was definitely like this, but now I'm never like checked it off the list. It's not a checklist. So, I mean, if, if any of you are in that place of looking That's a at good word, well, yeah, if any of you are looking at, at your walk with the Lord as a checklist, I got news for you. It's not. And if you don't see it now, you will see it very soon that there's always more you can do. It's it, same with relationships. Everything we do, it, it's not a checklist, you know, okay. I got the wife. Good. Don't need to invest in a relationship with her anymore. Oh boy. Yes, you do. You know, so I've, and I've, Lauren says, amen. And Lauren says, amen. You know, but I mean like that's, um, that's a whole nother topic, um, that, you know, I'll say for another day. Uh, but yeah, so our walk with the Lord is not a checklist. Yeah. So good. And so Growing in this is a process that once again, I said at the beginning, we're going to walk through this our whole entire lives. We're, we're walking through this with God. We're walking through growing um, our, our spirit man so that it, we can be more and more Christ-like mm. because the fruit of the spirit wants to flow in and through you. And one of the main reasons um, of what God has shown me a lot recently is we are his witness. So we are his ambassador on this earth. So you're his ambassador when you go to church. You're his ambassador when you go to work. You're his ambassador when you go to the grocery store. You're his ambassador when you say hi to your neighbor. So it's not like it just turns off. Mm -hmm. You don't turn on and off walking in the spirit. God wants you to daily always walk in the spirit and be led by the spirit. You know, the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. So the first step, because I want to do this step by step, because I, I, I feel like it's important that we don't just, I don't give you the end game without breaking down things that will help you. Mm -hmm. I don't just want to say, oh, just walk in the spirit. And you won't just, you won't, um, uh, like sweet. Uh, okay. okay I don't know what so, that means. <laughs> and most people like, you'll hear this all the time. People say, well, just yield to God right now. Come on, yield to God. And people are going, okay, how do I do that? What, what does that even mean? Because we have this yeah. lingo, which is like, oh, just yield to the spirit, 
yield to God. Well, what does that, what does that mean? Okay. When you yield to God, this is all it means. Stop thinking about yourself and your own desires and your own wants and start thinking about Jesus, mm. thinking about what his word says, thinking about what he wants, thinking about who he is, who he is in you. That's all that means. It means, or people say, come on, press in. And everyone's going like, do I have to like step forward or like, they don't know what that means. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Yeah. So press in is the same thing. It's the same as yielding to God. It just means get your eyes fixed on Jesus. Mm -hmm. Let go of yourself. That's why the secret place is so important. We're not talking about the secret place, but the secret place is so important because you get rid of you in the secret place. It's not about you in the secret mm -hmm. place. It's about blessing Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's about pouring our love on Jesus. It's about seeing Jesus, knowing Jesus, listening, mm -hmm. being like John, putting our head on his chest and falling asleep on his chest because he's just, he is rest itself. He mm -hmm. is peace itself. The mm -hmm. secret place is all about him. And so that's what we do when we yield or when we press in is we are, it's that secret place time. It's focusing on Jesus and let going of all the weights that's in our life. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care what's going on in your life at, at the moment that you step into the presence of Jesus. You won't care either yep. because his love envelops you. His presence makes everything feel like I can handle that. Lord, Lord, here. Here's my burden. Here's my yoke. Mm. Here, Jesus, I don't want it. And then in exchange, he gives you his peace. Mm. It doesn't always mean the problem is solved like that. Yeah. Guys, we live in a fallen world where there's demonic entities. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. There's demonic entities ruling and reigning here in and through people. Demonic entities are things that um, from the Nephilim, which from the flood, they're still roaming the earth, doing the same things they were doing in Sodom and Gomorrah, and they influence people. People have strongholds. It's just the way it is. So I can't say that when you go into the secret place and you meet with Jesus and you give him everything, mm -hmm. that all of a sudden it's like, oh, everything, everything's fixed and there's no problem. No, you're still going to have to walk through things on this earth, mm -hmm. but you don't have to do it alone. Yeah. You have Jesus, That's you good. have the spirit of God living in you, helping you, guiding you, leading mm. you. We're led by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Impulses is so little. It's just little tiny things. And whether or not you realize it right now, God has been leading you your whole life. Even when you were not yet born again. The Bible says we love him because he first loved us. Mm -hmm. The Bible says he draws us into his heart. So whether or not you know it, the Lord has been leading you your whole entire life. And there's been things that have happened in your life. If you look back, you can say that was God because I would be dead. That was God because I should be in jail. I can tell you some stories. I should probably have gone to jail. Okay. But I didn't because a quick story. Yeah. Someone said, Oh, I wonder what that story is. Quick story. Okay. Yeah. So I was like 17 or 18, uh, going out to clubs, drinking, getting just wasted, drunk, partying till 2 a.m. I was 18, by the way, but that didn't stop me because I lived in the world. And so driving home one night from a club with all my friends, 
I'm driving, right? I'm drunk. I should not be driving. That's the first thing the Lord always kept me. Even though I made bad choices, God kept me safe. And so um, we're at a stoplight. It's like 2 a.m. in the morning. And my friend starts getting sick out the side of the car. She opens the door at the stoplight and she's getting sick, okay, out the side door. There she's throwing up, everybody, not just getting sick. <laughs> so she is lit. So she's there. The door is open on the passenger side. I'm driving. We're at a stoplight. It's 2 a.m. Yeah. Okay. A cop car pulls up next to me on my left. Okay. I'm driving to my left, pulls up a cop car and I'm going, oh my gosh, I'm that's, this is it for me. I'm getting a DUI. Like I'm going to jail. Like I, I start thinking and I literally tell her, oh my gosh, close the door. There's a cop. Okay. The light turns green. The cop goes mm. and we go <laughs> and we all make it home safely. Ex Jeez. Please explain that to me. You can't be, you can't because God, for whatever reason, in that mm -hmm. moment in time, either blinded his eyes to see us or made us invisible. God can do whatever he wants, mm -hmm. but he was there with me at that point. Why? Because he loved me with such great love. Mm -hmm. I just yet hadn't reciprocated that love yeah. to him, but he knew one day, one day, I, I and that's what God sees in, in our loved ones who are not serving him yet. And what he sees is he sees everything. God's all knowing. There's nothing that's ever happened in my life or is going to happen that God the Father does not already know about. So God already knows the end from the beginning. Mm. So when God looks upon those and he loves them with such great love, well, how mm. could he love someone steeped in sin, being so rebellious and disobedient? How could he love me? Mm. Because he saw one day I'd be covered with the blood of his son. And he knew one day I'm gonna, she's going to be covered with the blood of my son. And God is so much better and so much greater than we give him credit for. Mm -hmm. And he loves us and he leads us. So whether or not you know it, trust me, God has been leading you your whole life and guiding you your whole life and been there throughout your whole life entire life and he mm. loves you and he mm. will continue to be with you yeah. and so when we're led by the spirit of god uh, we're led by the impulses so let's talk about new testament and old testament the difference between when this, the holy spirit would come the holy spirit in the old testament would come upon the prophets would come upon the kings would come upon the priests he would come upon them well that's not our covenant we're, we're not held to the, the covenant the old covenant of the law we now have a new covenant in Jesus Christ. And so in this new covenant, the Holy Spirit indwells us. Mm -hmm. I heard someone say one time this, and it really marked me. We always say, oh, I, I, wish, I, I wish I could um, have been Moses. I wish I could have been David. I wish I could have been Abraham, or we could so on and so on. And someone said, I bet they're saying to us when they meet us in heaven, they're going to say to us, what was it like to have the Holy Spirit of God indwell you? Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. They didn't have that, you guys. They, mm -hmm. He would come on them and lead them. We have the Spirit of God indwelling mm -hmm. us every moment of every second of every day. He no longer comes upon us and then leaves. Mm -hmm. is always there. And so just that alone is like, you just want to shout out a praise. Well, and even just the nature of like Old Testament versus New Testament in the Old Testament, they needed to go to a priest 
to have their sins atoned for. They needed to provide an animal as a sacrifice. And we don't need that. Like yeah. I mean, we do, but, but it's been paid through Jesus. He paid yes. the ultimate price and it's amazing. Like that is, Incredible. that is amazing. And it's something that is just like, oh, I, yeah, it just, I, I think back <laughs> Like, it's just, it's incredible. Like what Jesus has done in paying that ultimate price for us, um, is speechless. Uh, yeah, it just, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We yeah. just thank you for the price you paid. We mm -hmm. thank you that your Holy spirit indwells us. Lord, we thank you that you lead us and guide us every single day. We thank you, God, that you love us with such great love. We thank you, God, that you're our hope. You're our future. God, we thank you that one day we'll be transfigured into your very image. God, we thank you that we have wonderful things to look forward to in you. And God, we thank you for the new covenant. Thank you for the cross. Thank you that your stripes paid for our healing. Thank you that your blood washed us clean. Thank you for the gift of repentance. Thank you, God, that you're our shepherd. Thank you, God, that you've connected us and mingled us into one, that there's no longer Jew or Gentile, but God, we are one family in you. And thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the earth and how you're using your children. We just praise you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. And so being, okay, we're, we're being led by the spirit now. He's indwelling us. So let's go to Act, or I'm sorry, let's go to Luke 2.25. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was a righteous, devout, and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him, upon him, upon him, Not within. and had revealed to him. He revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the spirit led him to the temple. So this is this man's name, Simeon. He was an older man who was waiting at the temple. So Mary and Joseph were coming with baby Jesus. They were coming to do their sacrifice because after a certain time in the Old Testament days, you gave a sacrifice and um, I think it was, I can't remember the exact days. I, was it eight days? It might have been. or so, There I was a certain remember. amount of time. But they would come and make a sacrifice. So the Holy Spirit told Simeon, hey, go to the temple because you're going to see the Messiah. And so Simeon, the Bible says right here, he was led by the Spirit. So this was before the Holy Spirit was outpoured in Acts chapter 2. The Holy Spirit came on him and led him. Okay. So there's a, there's a, a in Acts, there's a, a one before the Holy Spirit was outpoured. Then we see the Holy Spirit was outpoured in Acts chapter two. They all received the Holy, Holy Spirit, began to speak in new tongues, began to boldly and courageously prophesy, get people healed, saved, uh, delivered. The Holy Spirit came in power. And now we're moving to Acts 15, 28. So this, the backstory of this is, um, uh, the Holy Spirit is, is leading. Um, I believe it's Paul. Yeah, it's Paul. I should probably have read this in much more detail before I started talking <laughs> it's about okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Acts 15, 28, it says, for it pleases the Holy Spirit and us that we not place 
any unnecessary burden on you except for following these restrictions. And it goes on to tell the restrictions. Don't eat anything sacrificed to an idol, um, anything with blood in it, and don't um, do any form of sexual immorality. Okay, so for it pleases the Holy Spirit and us. So they're making decisions based on pleasing the Holy Spirit at this point. And so we as believers, we need to be that same way. Are our decisions of what we're doing, are the Holy Spirit's indwelling you, is it pleasing the Holy Spirit? Remember those bracelets that said WWJD? Yeah, it was like total like strip 90s. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I had blue? one of those, by the way. Oh, you still have one? I No, I used to wear one. Oh, I, I did too, yeah. So that was that was this scripture. It was, for it pleases the Holy Spirit and us. So we would say, would Jesus do this? You know, and that's what they were doing. They were saying, listen, Holy Spirit, is this decision that we're making to write this letter to the churches about, um, oh, this was, you know what this was? Thank you, Lord. It was about them being, they were saying they had to be circumcised. Yeah, this is like Gentiles, non-Jews. Right. And they're like, we well, right. need to conform. People yes. tell them they needed to conform to Jewish customs. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And so they wrote a letter to all the elders of all the churches to say, it pleases the Holy Spirit in us that we not place any further burden on you, mm -hmm. but don't, don't eat th something sacrificed to an idol, don't eat anything with blood, and don't commit sexual immorality. Yeah. And then we read in um, Acts 16, 6. Um, so Paul and Silas um, were traveling around and ministering. Um, they went out together as missionaries. They were traveling to different cities. And so as, as this was in the middle of Paul's kind of ministry trip, you know, we would see him travel to all these different places. Mm -hmm. And um, in, in Acts 16, 6, the Holy Spirit had forbidden Paul and his partners to preach the word in the southwestern provinces of Turkey. So they ministered throughout the region of central and west Turkey. When they got as far as the borders of Mysia, probably said that wrong, they repeatedly attempted to go north into the province of Bithynia. But again, the spirit of Jesus would not allow them to enter. Mm. Okay, so then we see the Holy Spirit is blocking them here from going somewhere that the Lord does not want them to go. Mm. I don't know the reason. The Bible doesn't tell us the reason, but God knew. And so the Holy Spirit will also lead you by forbidding you to do something mm -hmm. he and you don't know why you have and, and this is how he does it you either have peace or you don't either you have peace about a situation when you're going to make a decision you have peace it pleases the holy spirit and you you have peace mm -hmm. but there will be times where there's a decision in your life and it's like the peace of god is not there and you keep thinking about it and thinking about it and you can't make the decision like, I just can't make the decision. Well, just like Paul, the Holy Spirit had forbidden him. And so the Holy Spirit will do that with you too. He will forbid. He will not give you peace. The green light and the red light, you go when it's green, when it's red, you stop. So yeah. he didn't have the green light to go there. And he was like, well, you know what? And which we all do. Good old Paul. Paul, we all do this. He was like, you know, what? we're going to try to go anyways. Yeah. Even though I don't have peace and even though I feel like there's blockages and hindrances, I'm going to keep trying because the gospel has to be preached. See, Paul's thinking he's doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And he was. 
But the Lord, that wasn't in the Lord's will for him. And so for a lot of us, we think I'm doing the right thing here, God. Why are these doors not opening? Lord, I'm doing it right. And the Holy Spirit's forbidding you. And it's because the Lord knew why Paul and Silas weren't supposed to go there, but Mm -hmm. they didn't. And they just want yeah. to do the right thing. So yeah. when, you're, when you're led by the Holy Spirit, your life will look like this. Sometimes you won't even understand yourself. Like, God, why isn't this happening? Or it, that's because the Lord loves you and he knows all things. He knows everything. He's omniscient. So mm-hmm. if he knows all things, he knows that if you were to do this, it would touch this domino which would then domino, 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 domino. And in five years from now, you're going to be way off the path that God created you to be on. Yeah. Well, you know what it feels like too, uh, for people that need another example, um, when you feel that resistance in the spirit, you know, you take, uh, you know, a, a magnets, okay. And you take a North and a South, boom, they go together. Easy mm-hmm. peasy. You don't even have to try. It's just like, just go like connect together. But when you flip them North and North, no matter what you do, you're like, <laughs> like, and, and that's what it feels like in the spirit where it's like, yeah, it's I feel this resistance where I'm like, it's important in those moments to not resort to your, your brain and go, this should be fine. Sometimes right. I don't know. And I'm like, uh, and, and over time I've just learned to just trust that. Um, yes. if I, if I feel a no, I don't need to look on the outside to see why I'm like, why can't I do this thing? That makes perfect sense. You're letting so-and-so do this or so-and-so ha- doesn't have a problem doing this. You don't need to know what, what's important there is just go. God gives us the information that we need. Yes. And that's it. So, yes, that's so good being obedient to what he's put in you. You don't have to understand everything. And let me tell you, walking with God, you will never understand everything because if you did, you would need no faith. We have to have faith for everything. So God will never tell you every corner of every little thing and every detail. He'll never do that. So we have a free will as well. Mm -hmm. But being obedient to God um, is so important the way he leads you. And know that the Holy Spirit will lead you each and every day, especially if you're a born again, believer filled with the Holy spirit and you are submitted and obedient to the word of God. And it dwells richly in you. You are being led by the spirit. Even before we were believers, honestly, I believe God, God leads us. Um, because I can say in my own life, I've seen examples um, Mm -hmm. of God leading me, but you know, it's, it's amazing because the more aware we are of the impulses, which means it's very little things. It's not like people want to say God's voice is going to be an audible, loud, booming voice. And I'm not going to listen unless I hear God's audible, booming voice. Well, good luck. Good luck with that, because that'll probably never happen Mm -hmm. where you get God's audible voice or if God comes and strikes lightning and well, good luck, unless an angel comes to me and, you know, good luck with that. It'll probably be a demon covered as an angel of light because the enemy heard you say that and now he mm-hmm. wants you to serve him and then mm-hmm. you'll go off into some crazy religion and start a, a cult so mm-hmm. you don't want to do stuff like that you want to be led by the inner witness which is the impulses of the holy spirit go off yeah. if i have peace if i don't have peace you can you can uh, uh wait on god the more you wait on god 
I think the safer to it is to be like, okay, Lord, I know this is you and I know this is your will. And, and I'm going to believe that this is right. And I've made so many mistakes in my life, in my walk where I didn't go with the leading or I thought I was go like Paul, I thought I was, and then it wasn't God's will. And God is merciful, so merciful and kind and was mm -hmm. like, uh, Kelsey, you missed it. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. And that's part of let the me, process. I think let me help there's, you. there's a lot of condemnation I see from people who are like, you should know, you should know that it's God. And, and, um, especially for like young Christians and, and then they, they, they make a mistake uh, yeah. in trying to hear God's voice. And that's part of the process. It, there's so much fear that people put into others. Um, and then sometimes it's just Satan. I mean, it's all Satan, but sometimes it's just, you know, uh, and there's so much fear that's put into people and they, then they don't want to take a step out and, and hear God. Ah, like, I don't know if this is God. And, and when I was in missions, I, I had a lot of um, conversations with young people who were really, really torn about, is it right for me to do this? Is it wrong for me to do this? Because sometimes, yeah, you do have that easy, just, I know this is God. And then there are other times where, and this is a lot of times where I've seen the most growth within myself is when it's not as clear when, when there's three choices and, you know, and you kind of feel like you hear yes to all three. Um, and so there's a lot of anxiety that comes from like, uh, is it God for me to do this thing? And, and God is so delighted in the fact that you're taking steps to try and hear his voice. Not that you're mishearing. He's like, Oh, you know, uh, so-and-so they're, they're, they're just a little bit off, but like, I'm so happy that they're, they're hearing me. I can see that they're hearing me partially. And, and we're, you know, he's want, he wants to work with us. He wants to help us grow in hearing his voice. Why wouldn't God want us to hear his voice? Uh, but that's a process, especially with all the noise happening in the world. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of distractions. And so, yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. So good. So good. And I just want to pray for you guys um, real quick, because everything that Jeff said is so true that don't let people box God in mm -hmm. for you. Don't let other voices put God in a box and say, if he's not moving this way in your life, you know, don't do that because we each have a unique and special walk with God mm -hmm. and you are uniquely an, um, anointed for specific purposes. Yeah. You are uniquely gifted from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives gifts and quickens them. And the Holy Spirit has uniquely gifted you. And so if your heart is open and teachable and you are reading the word of God, you are learning, you're growing. We all make mistakes as we learn. Hello, I've missed it a ton of times. I've made mistakes. I thought it was the Lord. Guess what? It wasn't the Lord but God's merciful. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I can encourage you with. If you feel like you've missed it and you're like, oh, I'm so off this and that I'm, I can't ever get back. I missed my opportunity. I missed his voice. I miss. He's so merciful. Mm -hmm. Just trust him for the next thing he has for you because he will bring it all back and more because he's so faithful. We have to remember who God is. Mm -hmm. God is love. 
God is mercy. God is kindness. He's gentleness. And he has the best thing for you. He has a hope and plans and a future for you. God is on your side. So Father, I just pray for everyone listening right now. And Lord, I ask that they would become perceptive and aware of the impulses of your spirit. Lord, I'm asking that you would guide them and lead them through their lives each and every day. And Lord, I'm asking that they would turn to you with all their hearts and they would start resisting what the flesh wants to do and that they would start to grow their spirit, man, that they would start to grow in the spirit. Lord, I'm praying that a fresh grace would come upon them right now, God. Mm -hmm. Fresh grace for things of the spirit. Lord, open their eyes to see, open their ears to hear. Lord, let them become perceptive of the smallest movement. Lord, let them become perceptive of the smallest wind that would blow, Lord, that they would say, what was that, God? Was that you? Lord, let them begin to live this way, God. And I thank you for this uh, time today with them, Lord. I thank you for the impartation that you're releasing to them right now by fire. Lord, I thank you for the fire of your spirit. I thank you, Lord, that you're raising up a generation of people who are led by the spirit, who carry your fire, your passionate love, who are self-sacrificing, laid down lovers of Jesus Christ, who aren't afraid to be bold and courageous and who can admit mm. when they miss it and say, oops, I messed up. God help me. Lord, thank you that you're raising an authentic people who love you and who seek for you, God, who genuinely, God, they seek for your heart. Lord, thank you for what you're doing. And God, I ask that you bless them and their children and their children's children in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord would bless you and keep you, that he would make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. I pray that his face would be lifted up towards you and he would grant you peace. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Um, I I feel like um, throughout the course of the episode, I feel like there's some people who um, <clears throat> are, you wake up in the morning and um, you kind of review your day with the Lord and you kind of, you approach him and just talk about your problems. You approach him and you talk about all the things you're doing wrong. I know I should have done this better. I know, and I'm doing this and blah. And I, I, you know, there's this issue that needs to be taken care of. And there's this issue, this issue. God knows all of that. And uh, I know what that feels like because that used to be me. And I would wake up in the morning and I would just, all I would do is talk to God about my problems, all the things I'm doing wrong. And one day he flipped it on me and he showed me my relationship with my wife, Lauren. And he kind of just like showed this, a, a normal day playing out with her. And he just started pointing out all these areas and he said, is this how you treat your wife? Is this how you, you engage in relationship with your wife? And I was like, well, no, uh, you know, it's a natural give and take. And it's, he's like, it would be unhealthy for you to be in a relationship or in a friendship with someone where you felt like all you needed to do was voice your problems. And, and I just felt this burden lift off of me. And, and 
I found that if I wake up in the morning and I just praise Jesus for who he is, my day is infinitely better. It's like, that's the type of relationship he wants with us. And it's, yes, obviously sin is not good. Yes, obviously we need to be engaging in that process of sanctification, which is what Kelsey has been talking about. That daily uh, improvement, that daily being refined into the image of Christ. But that that happens through engagement with him in a healthy way, not just being like, look at all these problems that I just like. Oh, and it's almost like you tell God your problems as a, a way of acknowledging, yes, I know I blew it. I know I blew it. And yeah, there's times where we need to repent. But I found that when I'm actually actively engaging with Jesus, it's like that that hunger to be in his presence increases, that mm. desire to be like him increases. And it just mm. naturally happens because you, when you're that close to Jesus, that other stuff, it, it has no place there. It can't exist in the same place. It gets burned out. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so Lord, I just speak the joy of the Lord over those people. Now, um, a spark of just joy that God, you, it's your kindness that leads us to repentance, that you want to be in relationship with us. You love us. And so Lord, I just speak, I, I just ask for revelation of your love over those people right now. Yes, Lord. God, Jesus, that you are worthy, that you are, you are beautiful, that you, that all good things come from you, God, that, that, that uh, thank you that you, we have breath in our lungs, that we're, we get another day above ground, that we can, we can enjoy your presence, that we can share, um, that we can share you with other people, that we can be your ambassadors to the world, Lord. So show us how better to be that. But that comes from relationship with you. That comes from intimacy with you. So those yeah. people that have been having a hard time hearing your, hearing your call to pull them deeper, Lord, that you open their eyes to deeper things, God, that you would open their, uh, open their spiritual ears to hear you better in areas where they've allowed other things to cloud um, or that maybe there's a lot of noise. God, I just speak peace and um, yeah, Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for, for, um, thank you for that. I'm seeing, um, like the sound of music, the, the lady, I never really seen that movie, but there's like one part I've seen, I don't know if it's commercials or what, but where she's on this hill and she's like spinning it's the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I'm seeing that in the spirit. And the Lord said to me that there are people on here that are so free in him that like, that is how he sees you, that like he looks at you and sees that you're in this wide open place on this hill, just like spinning in his goodness. And the Lord's gifted you with this <clears throat> enormous sense of freedom in the spirit. And that's a tangible impartation God's given you. So he wants you to give that away. And so when you pray for people, if this is you, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I know that's me. The Lord will let you know, quicken you if that's you. Or maybe someone really loves that movie and God's speaking to them. I'm not quite mm -hmm. sure. I, I see in part and I know in part, so I don't know the whole implication of that. Mm -hmm. But I do She's know that the hills are alive with the sound of music on that part. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's an impartation on your life of freedom um, in the spirit and um, even a deliverance to be free for people 
Uh, yes. Yeah. So women who've been bound, especially women, women who have felt really down, been bound, there's a freedom on you. Um, you're going to pray over them, release impartation of freedom in the spirit, release impartation of God's goodness. And uh, you're going to see people be set free. You're going to see lives change. And that's an anointing um, God's put on you. There's also people listening right now. And I see a book and I see like a quill pen. So I know there's a lot of writers and creatives that are listening to this. You identify as like a creative, like that is something that the Lord's put um, in your life. And I'm telling you right now, God is shouting at you. And you already know this because I'm just confirming this. God is shouting to you, write, 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 release. Right, 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 release. God is shouting that to you in this season because his hand, his grace is on it for now. It's a now thing. The breath of God, it's on it. So write it and release it. Don't keep it and say, well, it's, I don't know. It's not perfect yet. Release what the spirit of God has given you because now is the writing season. There's something on you for that right now. It doesn't have to be a best-selling book. It doesn't. Just write and release, use uh, social media as a platform. Um, you can even set up like something where you send it out even to just friends and family at first as you're mm -hmm. faithful, God will grow and grow and grow. But that is an anointing on many people um, listening right now. And if you're faithful to do it, I see God's blessing and his hand on it. I also see doors opening right now in the realm of spirit. I see blue doors opening in the realm of the spirit where there's revelation right now that's being released to the body. There's new doors opening. I don't know if it's connected with the writers. Yeah. Yes, Lord. It's connected with the writers because there's new revelation coming to you and you're going to sit down and write and say, how did this see? How did this even get on the page? Because this wasn't in me. This wasn't me. There's no way this was me. I didn't know this. But as you began to write, the spirit of God quickens it for new revelation. There's doors that are going to open for it. And the Lord's going to really bless it in this season. And we thank you for it in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's good. Thank That's really God. good. That's great. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I see, I see someone and I see you're playing like an electric guitar and the Lord says to you that, yes, it is now a good time to go and join like the church band. Cause you've been questioning, like, should I try out? Should I do this? I just kind of like playing by myself. The Lord's saying to you, now is the time um, to go and to do that. So this is just confirmation. I think you already knew you were supposed to because it keeps you keep thinking about it over and over. But you think like, you know, we're led by the spirit in that way, guys. We're talking about being led by the spirit. God's obviously confirming his word by quickening mm -hmm. how you, you guys are all being led by him. Mm -hmm. So um, go and, and try out for that that church, that church band. Um, because the Lord smiles on you. I see the smile of God upon your life. I see that you are a really, really good friend to a lot of people. Um, I see that you're a very pure heart for God. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. It's like a space you like to go to with the Lord and he likes it too. So like your, your music and your writing and stuff is a, is a space you like to go. You, you like to be there and the Lord likes when you're there too, because mm. he, he is song. He mm. is music. He is creative mm -hmm. and, and he connects with you there. Um, so God has great things in store for you with that. Mm. So we bless you. Um, mm. We ask God favor, favor, favor uh, to be at the right place at the right time at the right church. Lord, anoint his hand. Let the um, notes he plays, God, let it shift the atmosphere in Jesus name. Mm. Somebody um, has a headache. I feel pressure on my temples right now. Um, and so Lord, we just, I just say be healed in the name of Jesus. Headache, go in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Even into the jaw, mm. even in, if it's going into the jaw too, we just rebuke that uh, spirit of pain right now. Mm. Just begin to open and close your mouth, Lord. I thank you that all of that's leaving now. All of that tightness in the jaw goes now in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you, Lord, for that. We just release your anointing Holy Spirit upon that mouth right now in Jesus' name. Command that jaw open and close. No pain, no clicking. In the mighty name of Jesus, we command that clicking to stop. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we thank you for it. Mm. In Jesus' name. Father, we ask right now for dental miracles right now in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that if there be any cavities or any mm. root problems, any pain, God, in the mouth, right now, we command that pain to go from your mouth. Father, mm. I thank you that your angels come and that your angels would fix the cavities, God, that they would fill right now. They fill those cavities. If you have pain, a root canal or anything, Father, I just thank you that you're removing that uh, supernaturally out of the mouth. Right now, you're removing anything causing pain, anything causing irritation right now in the gums and the teeth. Lord, we thank you for new teeth. We thank you for new gums. Lord, right now in mm -hmm. Jesus' mighty name. Mm -hmm. And God, we bless you for it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, it's it's so it's so easy to just lean back into the Lord like this for each of you. Mm -hmm. Just and if by the way, if you're starting to get words of knowledge because we're stirring that up, please share those. Please do not keep them to yourself. If yeah. you're starting to get words of knowledge, please write them in the comments because I'm telling you, the power of the word of you writing it when you receive it, release it. Because others are going to read it and take it and be healed. Mm -hmm. Re start releasing them right now. But it's it's so easy just to mm -hmm. lay back into Jesus and just let the Holy Spirit operate through us. Because it's nothing that we're doing. We just, I mean, it's as simple as just me just laying back into the Lord and just waiting for him. And that's really all it is. And you all can operate in this. And you yeah, all good. can do this as the Holy Spirit wills. But it's just, it's at first just resting in him and just mm -hmm. waiting for him to come. But this is for all of you guys. And this is why we're doing this. We're going to be teaching this. I, I don't know exactly next time, um, Illumination, at what our 
subject is next time, but the notes on, but I know we're going to be talking about the gift of prophecy. I know we're going to mm. be talking about the gift of word and knowledge. It's so, um, good. so we're going to be talking about all this stuff. How do we receive it? How we release it? What we've learned through walking with God and giving prophetic words. And mm. Jeff can also jump in with me on all of that stuff because he's mm -hmm. walked in it too. So yep. I think this is really, um, but this is just practical application of seeing the spirit of God um, come in and lead us and guide us and move on us. And um, this is available for all of you. And I'm believing by faith right now that by the end of these four shows, I'm telling you, your walk with Jesus will mm. never be the same. And you've been waiting for something to like, what is the thing that needs to change? I'm telling you guys, this is it. Mm. It's living in the spirit. This is this is the 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 breaker that you guys have been um, wanting and and wanting to move in the things of God, wanting to hear God's voice. It all comes from living in the spirit. So I know mm. these these okay. four shows are really gonna um, change your walk in the best way. Mm. And honestly, too, everybody, even if you're a you're a longtime believer and you know some people who maybe um, have been curious about. Um, you know, the, I guess the deeper things of God, they've been asking you questions or maybe they've just recently, um, come to the Lord, the, these, that's why this exists. And so send this video to them. And, and just like with the deliverance series, every single one of these is going to be on YouTube is going to be in the playlist tab. This one's already in there. So you can even just wait until all four, or you can just send this so they can start participating in these as well. I just want more and more people. This is what God is doing right now on the earth. So many people are going like, I, so I saw Jesus, uh, <laughs> and it's like the first, first time ever, you know, uh, uh, it's so to me, it's like, I love it. How God kind of set this up because it was like deliverance and some people got deliverative things for a long time that were blocking them from Amen. going deeper. And now it's like hearing th this message finally clicks for them in a way that they've never experienced before. And so I can't yeah. wait to see testimonies. I'm already seeing some of them. Uh, some people, uh, their headaches have been relieved. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Um, you Thank know, you so we're just going to do more and more. And next time we're going to be talking about identity and boldness. It's going to be awesome. Sweet. Yeah, it's going to be good. All these are going to be so great. And hopefully we'll have these moments of just, you know, the spirit doing what the spirit wants to do, words of knowledge, healings, all that stuff, because that's, that's part of it. And yeah, um, so he'll always confirm his word. Mm -hmm. The Bible says when the disciples went out, he confirmed what they were saying with signs, wonders, and miracles. Mm -hmm. So God will always confirm mm -hmm. what he wants to do every single time, but we're not used to that because there's no power in the church. So right. we're not used to seeing God come and demonstrate and, and come alongside those who are sharing the truth with, you know, signs, wonders, and miracles. We're not used to seeing that, but guys, that is biblical. God will mm -hmm. always put his witness on what is true. Yeah. And then Kelsey, you weren't prepared for this, uh, but your spirit will quicken you. Uh, um, <laughs> do you, uh, do you have any homework for people before next time? Oh, okay. Yes. Pray in the spirit every okay. single day until next Friday, pray in the spirit at least 15 minutes every day. Mm, that's good. And if you have to, everybody go on a walk 
and do it. Oh, I love to do that. Yeah. When your body's busy, guys, your mind can really go longer with the Lord mm. because your body, once when it's moving, your your soul is busy. And so your spirit man can really take over. That's yeah. what I that's what I've learned. It just for some reason, if if you sit still, a lot of people if they sit still and try to pray in the spirit, they can't do it very long or they'll fall asleep. Mm -hmm. So get your body moving um, and you'll see, you'll be able to pray a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do all this homework with everybody because I, I that would be a bad form of me not to. So everybody, I'm going to commit to doing it as well. Every single day, Illumination, our producer, she says, me too. So uh, all right. this together, everybody. All right, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> You're in. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So Kelsey, how can people follow you? Um, so if you just look me up on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, you guys will find me, find me there. Um, you can email me at marriage of the lamb ministries at gmail.com. Uh, longest email address ever. Uh, you guys can email me there and I love to pray for you. Um, and yeah, God, God is so faithful. So good. You guys will find me somewhere. Yeah, uh, and all the links are in the description, as you all know. Uh, Kelsey, thank you so much. This was Aww. great. Love so you great. guys. Yeah. So everybody, that was part one of four uh, of living from the spirit. Everybody be blessed. Have an amazing weekend. Share this with people, okay? All right. Okay. Love you guys. We'll see you on Monday. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.